He fires downfield. It's caught. And into the end zone. Touchdown, Iowa. Touchdown, Iowa. Play fake. Beathard sets up deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith. on the way. It's gone. It's gone. Iowa wins 14-13. All right, welcome in everybody to Hawksview this week. We've got the Iowa Nebraska preview this week on a Black Friday game that is much anticipated even though I mean, we're a 14 point favorite at this point. Lance, I hope we just thrash these these guys again this week and make it a six straight win. Yeah, I mean Obviously, I hope the same. I don't see the 14-point favorite. I really don't. I really don't understand it at all, honestly. I mean, they play us close. They play us tight. It's a rivalry game. It'll probably come down in the last couple plays again, honestly, as much as annoying it is. And as good as we as, as good as we have looked against Nebraska in years previous, they always seem to find a way to kind of hang around there. I don't like the the thirteen and a half at all, but and we should still be able to uh, grind out a win. I mean, this is a Nebraska team that just, is, I mean, they're they're not very good this year again. Yeah, and we'll get into talking about the Nebraska defense for sure. But in terms of something you're concerned for, and certainly I am this week too. Not necessarily sure what's going on in the quarterback room of Nebraska with Adrian Martinez and Luke McCaffrey, but. Luke McCaffrey being able to run the ball as well as he has. I think he had like 126 rushing yards last week. I mean, that's a little bit concerning just in terms of our past history with running quarterbacks and whatnot, and especially with a few of the the playmakers they have with wide receivers as well. McCaffrey throwing three picks last week wasn't great. Looks by any means, but I don't necessarily see that happening again. But I'm not necessarily sure what we're going to see out of this quarterback room, do you, Lance? Um, I think we'll see them both. I think they'll mix them both in. Um, I mean, neither of them are really good passers at all. Like, I'm not really too concerned about them throwing the ball and dotting us up because, I mean, just neither of these guys are – they're just not they're just not Big Ten caliber passers. Now, McCaffrey is definitely elusive. He's definitely quick on his feet. He's definitely a good runner. But, I mean, their their passing game absolutely does not strike the pyramid really at all. But the rushing, the running quarterback, like we've had problems with, I do think that this year our defense is a little more equipped to handle it. You know, obviously we have those two guys in the defensive line in Nixon and Goldson who are both, you know, freak athletes, quick and, you know, strong. So that does, I think, help us a little bit. And then obviously this Northwestern offensive line is just, the loser's not as good. No, and I agree. And like you said, things that help us out, and certainly in our defense and our defensive line especially, is that we've only allowed 2.6 yards per carry this year, which is, I mean, a hell of a stat to say the least. I'm not sure where our defense is ranking at this point in time, but finding some, some really good form this year, which I love to see. I mean, we're fourth against the run this year in the Big Ten statistically, so I, I certainly am not not overly concerned, but I think it's something to watch in terms of uh, being, I mean, we've had McCaffrey's certainly get loose on us before. Hate to flash back to the Rose Bowl like that, but um, yeah, it's certainly a situation to monitor this week as well. But yeah, in terms of this Nebraska defense, it's not one that's very good whatsoever. I mean, this is a, a Nebraska defense that is 
13th in the Big Ten against the Rush, allowing 223 yards per game. Only only worst team. Get going on Makai Sargent and Tyler Goodson there. One more time, we'll uh, we'll try to cut that out. But if you want to kind of restate yeah, what you I said actually, there. I think can't watch I don't know if I, if I pause. I think it's partly uh, me, too. I'm being in the basement and whatnot. I mean, it's kind of tough, but oh, well. well we all right. Well, yeah, I mean, we this Nebraska defense just isn't going to be able to stop the run. I mean, Illinois had almost 300 yards last week. We found our offensive identity. It's, like you said, 1A and 1B. Tyler Goodson, Kai Sargent. We just have two studs in the backfield that they should just have absolute field base against the Nebraska team. Um, I read a stat somewhere that we're averaging 6.2 yards a carry against Nebraska over the last like our five uh, game win streak and they just haven't had any success running the ball against us. We've dominated the line of scrimmage and I expect to see that again. I think that we figured out our offensive identity. I think we're just going to run it down their throat all game, honestly. Yeah. And it's, and something too, I mean, two big 10 West foes at this point, they know exactly what they're going to do. Seeing all the, all the stuff pregame this week and a lot of the interviews, Nebraska knows we're going to try to run it down their throat and we'll, We'll see how that looks with in terms of stacked boxes and whatnot, and how Peters decides to uh, take advantage of that. You know, work his way out of it, and hopefully find our receivers downfield. Hopefully, is something that that would be cool to see as well if they do decide to stack the shit out of the boxes this week. But I think it's certainly something we just keep trying to run it, no matter what. I think our our offensive line and the line of scrimmage is definitely an advantage to us, without a question, and. I think if we look to keep doing that this week, it'll set us up for success and, and get us a, a six win in a row and seven of the last eight, I believe it is. And although, yeah. I mean, the last two coming off of late field goals is kind of scary. That I think that's kind of why we have a bad taste in our mouth at this point. But this Nebraska team just isn't showing a whole lot of, of life for me this year. Although beating Penn State was nice at home. I mean, we saw what we did to that team last week, so... I don't know. I think this is going to be a little bit of a different story this week in in Kinnick, but I don't I don't know about you. I think it's just a little bit of that that bad taste in your mouth that you're talking about. Yeah, no. I mean, the numbers and the way that these teams match up this year tell a much different story than what I personally feel and I guess that definitely could be from, you know, the bad taste in my mouth over the last couple of years of, you know, close games down to the wire. I think back-to-back last-second field goals to win the game? Is that actually... Not last-second, but I think, yeah, like last minute or so. At like least... three-point, yeah. Like yes. Close game. Yep. But, I mean, this this Nebraska team, they're not going to be able to stop the run. They can stack the box all they want, and it'll just set up the play-action passing game. I would like to see Peters have a better game. I mean, he hasn't been great. He hasn't been lighting the, uh, the world on fire, obviously, but... You know, I mean, he might have a chance in this game. I mean, if Nebraska's going to put eight in the box, I mean, we do have those wide receivers. And Peters can hopefully kind of figure out how to get him the ball a little more often. And, you know, we that's still there. That's still something that we have in our back pocket is we have all these weapons in, in the wide receiver room still. And so if worse comes to worse, I think we'll be all right. But I, I don't see Nebraska being able to stop or even slow down our run game really at all. Yeah, I definitely agree, and and I think it's going to be two teams that are just going to try to run the shit of the ball against each other. I think it's going to be interesting to see how Nebraska adjusts. I mean, they're the fourth best in the conference, actually better than us rushing the ball this year with 198 yards per game, and 
I mean, they're going up against a stout defense. They know that. I think they're still going to try to play their strong suit of running the ball, but I just I don't think it's necessarily going to work for them. And I'm interested to see how they try to adjust and maybe try to force some you know throws in there, especially the way Luke and Adrian both try to throw the ball. I think it could be something where we try to you know force some turnovers that way and as they're trying to adjust away from that, that Nebraska run game. Yeah, I mean, it kind of goes both ways, too, because just as bad as Carpa ball, I mean, Nebraska is about eight times worse. I mean, they, they are just absolutely terrible in the pass game. I think they are one of the worst Big Ten passing teams this year. Yeah, second, only behind Illinois, and I guess we're third, which is a little disappointing to look at. But uh, anyway, like, they just – it goes both ways in that we're going to be able to stack the box to make Martinez or McCaffrey, make them throw it, get him uncomfortable, get to him, make him feel us, make him feel the defensive line. And I mean, he's going to, I mean, they're going to turn the ball over. Like it's just going to happen. If we, if we make McCaffrey or we get up early and kind of, you know, lead and make them throw the ball from behind. I mean, I, I see this game as just going to be in a blowout. Yeah, I certainly agree. And I think the over-under is actually a little bit higher this week than what we've been seeing normally. I think it's around 53 and a half, I think I saw this morning, which was higher than we've seen, I think, all year, if I'm not mistaken, which is kind of interesting. I kind of lean towards the under again. Obviously, last week went over. I don't know. I I just don't see their offense putting up all that many points. But again, I think we're going to kind of kind of put it to them so I think it wouldn't be that hard to get over again like we saw against Penn State and then as well against Michigan State I think also went over because when we when we put up like 40 points yeah we're the game's going to go over more more than likely so I don't know yeah I mean I kind of saw this total as going over honestly I thought you know the way our offense has kind of been clicking we've kind of found our uh our identity in that run game and we've just been running the ball down everybody's throat so I mean we could get 42, 49 on our own, and then, you know, Nebraska gets in a few, few points. I definitely think I like the over in this game. I I just don't know, though. The only thing that makes me concerned is that if we just absolutely just blow their doors off. I mean, if we have a game plan for McCaffrey, they can't run the ball with their quarterback, just take him out of the game, basically, and, you know, force a few turnovers, then, I mean, Nebraska literally might not score. I mean, when you think about how one-dimensional, it's kind of the same thing as Penn State. I mean, it's just a very... Uh, or no, not Penn State. Who was the other team we played that was really one-dimensional? I don't remember, but it was just very easy to predict like what was going to happen. And I think that's kind of similar to Nebraska in that they really have only McCaffrey going for them at this point. Yeah, I would definitely agree. The offense kind of runs through Luke McCaffrey, and if we're able to shut him down, force some turnovers, I think that there's no – no shape or reason that we're way ahead in this game. And I kind of feel like I kind of heard yourself talking your your way into betting the Hawks this week, although you were kind of wearing at first. But, I mean, it's always it's always just kind of one of those things towards game time. It's just like, yep, well, here we go, betting the Hawks again this week. Although that number yeah, I mean, I, is a little bit scary, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't know who I am if I don't, if I don't bet the Hawks. Like, I mean, it's just probably going to end up happening either way, whether I uh, say it or not. So, I mean, probably just going to happen, but. I could definitely see this game coming down in the final snap. I could also definitely see us just kind of flexing our muscles. I mean, obviously, we don't like them. I mean, no secret. I don't think Barron's likes Frost. I just don't think that there's – I mean, it's just a rivalry game. It is what it is. And as much as 
they want to say that it's not a rivalry game because they won the six national championships in the 90s and we have won six straight. It's, it's, it's a rivalry game. I mean, these teams don't like each other. I mean, it's going to be a hard-fought game. But they're just – I just don't think they're very good this year. I don't think so either. I'm I'm going to obviously be trying to bet the Hawks this week as well. We can get to predictions a little bit later. But in terms of, yeah, this, this Northwestern team, it's – and if we start to kind of look towards our keys here, Lance, I mean, it's just going to be stopping Luke McCaffrey and just pounding the rock, doing what we do. I mean, I kind of see this game being like – few years ago I think when when Fant Hawkinson and the boys went went into Lincoln and put up like damn near a 50 burger on them I mean I kind of see it more being that type of game this year and them coming on the road after a tough game this week Frost is saying they had a better week in practice I don't really care about it to be honest I think it's just going to be an assertion of dominance this week unfortunately for the Nebraska Cornhuskers yeah I mean Run the ball, keep doing what we keep doing what we've been doing the last three weeks. I mean, what we've been doing, I mean, we're clicking on offense. I mean, like we said, the one's last time we scored 30, 35, 49, and forty one in back to back to back Big Ten games. I mean, I can't remember the last time. It seems like it's been forever. And what it doesn't really matter how we get it done. I mean, we haven't been throwing the ball effectively. Peaches hasn't been what we we had hoped, obviously, but we're still scoring. We're still moving the ball. We're still forcing turnovers. The defense is still there. I mean, this is just it's just a classic Iowa team, and that this is what this is what we want to do. We've we kind of went away from it in that Northwestern game where we threw the ball fifty times, but this is what we should have been. This is what we should be doing: is just pounding the rock, wearing out defenses, leaning on our defense to get stops. And I mean, it's going to work. It especially working against a team like Nebraska. That I mean, they can't stop the run. They don't really have anything going on offense, especially in the past game. So I mean, it's that's that Iowa football strategy, you know, win the turnover battle, control the clock, control the ball, run the ball, is going to work like a charm in this game. I couldn't agree more, and I was just going to lean to that. If we play clean, I see no reason why this game goes goes to us. And like like we said earlier in the year, and when we start turning the ball over, games are going to get close, and they're going to be tough to win when we're losing the turnover battle. We've been saying it all year. It's the way Iowa plays football, and you hate to be repetitive like – Week in and week out, but that's our identity. That's the way we win games, and we got to keep leaning on it. And I'm, I'm glad we have the last three weeks. It's why we've been winning games. I mean, we've got three straight, and we're hoping to get two more here before Wisconsin. And hate to be looking ahead, but I mean, shit, we can have you know a nice six and two season if we could go pull off an upset against Wisconsin and and Kinnick on week eight, whatever that is. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a real. I mean, I don't want to say I was ready to do uh, to spend it in after starting 0-2, but, I mean, I definitely had those kind of thoughts in my head, like, shit, Michigan State just coming off a win over Michigan. Minnesota's offense was supposed to be, you know, good. Penn State was a preseason top-10 team. Nebraska looked good against Ohio State. Like, they kind of – there was definitely a feeling of uh, of worrisome, I guess, for me. And they've kind of put that to bed. I mean, they've just kind of been rolling. I mean, I don't know where this came from exactly. I think we found our offensive identity. I think that's huge. But we're just rolling. So if we're just going to roll, then, like, let's just roll through these next two games, get to Wisconsin, and then we'll figure that out. And is Illinois at home this year? I think it's away. No. It's in Champaign, right? Yeah. Nonetheless, I mean, I think that's the same way with that Illinois team. hate to be looking ahead here on a Nebraska preview, but Illinois – 
one of the worst defenses as well in the Big Ten, certainly lower half, and certainly a team we should be able to handle. And, man, it just would have been nice to be playing Wisconsin for the Big Ten West come come week eight, whatever that is this year. I really I, – yeah. nothing would have be, been, like, better than that. Like, all the anticipation of this year, whether this year, like, you know, I certainly believe it matters, but – you know, whether or not, like, other programs, like, having struggles this year whatnot with COVID and all that, man, it would have been sweet to be playing Wisconsin Week 8 for a trip to Indy. Yeah, I mean, and now Nebraska, or Northwestern, sorry, it's just going to, I mean, they're just going to win the Big Ten West again, probably go to trash by uh, Ohio State, and we're going to be left with kind of a sour feeling, thinking, wow, if only we, uh, only we were able to uh, run the ball and not throw the ball 50 times when we we're up 17 to zero in the first quarter. You know, it's just going to be a sour taste. It's going to be, I mean, it's just, it, it's very frustrating thing that to see what we're doing to basically everybody else. I know that these, the last three games, they haven't had defenses quite like that Northwestern one, which is, you know, a solid defense, but I mean, it's going to be, it's There's a sour taste for sure uh, left on this season. If we uh, beat Wisconsin at home and win our last six, yeah, and w- with this as well being a Black Friday game, we talked about it a little bit on the review of Penn State and whatnot. It's It's got to be a weird week for our Hawks. They're getting used to it, playing on Black Friday and whatnot, but no fans in Iowa City this week. Everybody's home for Thanksgiving. It's got to be kind of a weird dynamic in, in Iowa City, especially not having any fans whatsoever. I mean, I get their families will probably be there with them, but... That's going to be about it in Kinnick Stadium for a noon game on a Friday, on a Black Friday. Well, I mean, you got to remember last year when we went, or no, two years ago when we went, um, there was like nobody there then either. I mean, it was kind of just a weird, uh, there's just, it's just always kind of got a weird feeling. It's, it's got to be, it's got to be internally, internal motivation, I guess is the best way to put that. Is, I mean, we're going to have to come out to play. I mean, as much as, you kind of bash on this Nebraska team and they still have Luke McCaffrey, who's a very dangerous runner. I mean, maybe he'll figure out the pass a little bit. I don't really foresee that, but I mean, to have a quarterback that's that dynamic and that can run with the effectiveness that he does. I mean, that's not an easy thing to stop. It's just not. So if we come out flat and we look like shit in the first half, like they could hang around in this game. And when you let bad football teams hang around, bad things happen. I mean, I've seen it a million times and, in all sports, really, is when you let average teams come around, bad things happen. They 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 start to believe that they can win, then you're in trouble. So yep. we got to put them away early. We got to get off to a nice start, run it, get them, get that defense tired, get the get the uh, get their defense tired, get our defense off the field, keep them fresh, and you know, you know, get off to a nice early lead and hopefully never look back. Yeah, hopefully we can kind of lean towards the Minnesota game this year as we played on a Friday night then and look towards, you know, finding that motivation come out hot, like you just said. I think that's all important in this game, and I think we do. if we do that, we'll certainly be successful this week in finding a win against Nebraska. And I just hope we find that motivation, come out, throw the first punch, if you will, and uh, run it down their throats this week. We got any f- few more points here? I, I do need to mention one more thing before we wrap up. But if you got a few um, more things to write down, I've kind of been flying through my notes today. Um, I guess the other thing, kind of going off my point earlier about the offensive line, kind of the uh, the domination we've had up front in the last four years, 
Nebraska has yet to register a sack against us, and I believe we have seven in that time frame. That's going to be important as well. Get to get to McCaffrey, make him feel uncomfortable. Well, I mean, make we've him got feel, make him feel the defensive line. Three D linemen in the top seven in the Big Ten in tackles for loss this year, which is interesting. I mean, you love to hear that. You yeah. love to hear that. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, yeah, that all leads. Leads to your point there as well. If we can get to McCaffrey and not let him throw whatsoever, and just be so one-dimensional that they're gonna just lose their lose this game for us. Anything? Anything else you got there? Um, I was just thinking about something. I can't remember what I was gonna say. Go ahead, and it'll probably come back to me. So anyway, yeah, I wanted to mention as well. We meant to get up a Iowa basketball podcast this week on the Hawksview channel as well. And it happened to be that last night the service that posts our podcast on all the different media forums for us went down and is temporarily unavailable at this point. But we do plan on getting an Iowa basketball podcast out there. They actually tip off in less than a half hour, which we're super excited for. Hopefully watch this game uh, here soon this afternoon and get, like we said earlier, three wins, three Iowa wins this week. So, nonetheless, we plan on getting that out there, getting this one out there as well, and then have Triangle Sharps later this week as well. We're excited for all three of them, but Lance, if you uh, remember your point, go ahead. Um, well, I do not have my point, but I do have some breaking news. Rashad Bateman has opted back out of the season. Wow. Wow. That is some big news. Certainly interesting so. for that Minnesota team. I mean, not living up to the expectations that they might have – might have thought, and I kind of saw that regression. I don't know if you did, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't blame him by any means. No, I mean absolutely not. I mean, probably, he probably didn't really need to come back anyway, and then just to you know go out there and grind for a team that's one and one and four or two. Well, they two and three, two, two and, and three. three. Well, yeah, yeah. should be one and four. They got they got a forty B last week. Wait, that was kind. Wisconsin, Minnesota got canceled this week? Uh, I haven't looked. I haven't seen it, to be honest. That's what it says. Whoa. Some big news as well, man. Wisconsin, scary. I guess they were probably already out of it, though, with uh, losing to Northwestern last week. But But I don't know how that works. Like, are they going to be – huh, very interesting. I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, this is now Wisconsin's third game they're going to miss. Yeah. So they're going to play five games this year? Yep. Crazy, though. I mean. It would have been different, I suppose, if they were undefeated and beat Northwestern in terms of, like, the the implications for the Big Ten West and going to Indy. But I guess that's kind of put to to rest now. So, well, that being said, I guess we can kind of wrap it up there. It should be a – Well, hold on. That makes me even more angrier because we were literally one scoring drive from winning the big time line now. Yeah. Um, yeah, because we that on the record. It, I mean Well would it have mattered? So if we were if we were six and two with a a win against Northwestern and a loss, even if we like played Wisconsin and lost to them, it still wouldn't have mattered like we would have got in. Like this is what I was talking about. It was down, like who knows what's gonna happen with Wisconsin. Well here you go. Wisconsin. Yep. Yep. I mean it's a tough scene. It's a bad taste in our mouth, and man, I wish we would just uh, like leaned on that identity that we've had the last however many years. I mean, since the beginning of time, really. I mean, 
Ouch. Anyway, but yeah, um, I guess my last thing is, uh, let's just go. Well, that being said, guys, we'll wrap it up this week for Hawks view. And we plan on getting those last few episodes out to you as well as triangle sharps later this week. It's been a big week. We're hoping for our Hawks to go three and zero this week and move into next week with some, I mean, I believe we have North Carolina coming up in the basketball slate, not too long into December here. So a lot of things to be excited about from our Hawks. Be sure to leave a review on Spotify and Apple, wherever you guys listen to us as well as follow along on the Twitter's which we really appreciate if you guys could, you know, just hit the retweet button every once in a while. If you tend to like an episode, if you don't, that's fine. You know, the like button always helps as well, but give us a follow as well on there. With that being said, guys, we'll kick it. We'll see you guys next time. He fires downfield. It's caught. And into the end zone. Touchdown, Iowa. Touchdown, Iowa. Play fake. Bethard sets up deep in the pocket. Goes down the field for Smith. The kick is on the way. It's good! It's good!